The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Might Be Brews, Season 2, Episode 3, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. If you're not already, please follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our handle is at Might Be Brews. Also, you can now find Might Be Brews and all of the other shows on the network on YouTube. Search for, what is it, MBN Network? Yes. MBN Network on the um, on YouTube. Also, the website, you can find all the other shows, mbnnetwork.com. It's never been easier to find your favorite podcast. I love that line. Oh, I love it when you say it. <laughs> I love saying it. Also, um, we are setting up a Patreon, and Patreon is live now, correct? It's live. It's live. So listen, guys, if you enjoy us, if you enjoy any of the shows, we, are, we have a ton of content for you. We're going to start doing 90-minute episodes for every show. Starting today. Starting today. So this show is going to be... Hopefully, just like the natural time for me. I always <laughs> want to go over. I always want to be like an hour long show or, or like over an hour long. So finally, I'm going to get my wish and get to do an extra 30 minutes. But uh, what's, what else is included? We're going to have three tiers, $5, $10, and $15. Is that what it is? Yep, that's or, correct. Yep. So you can do a subscription for either one of those tiers, and they all come with things. So we're going to be giving away some kind of prize uh, just for the $5 as well as all the extra content. And then each time you step up, you get everything from the previous tier yep. plus extra. Yep. So please check that out. The best link would be patreon.com slash MBN network. Correct. So that's probably the easiest way to get hold of it right now. Um, you that do is, have to enter in that you're over 18 years old yeah. to make sure that you can get the content. That is the easiest way to find us. People are having trouble searching for it still right now. People are having trouble searching for it. Uh, just type it in directly. Yeah, go to the link. Patreon.com slash MBN network. Easy peasy. Absolutely. You'll so find it every time. If you're doing it, we really appreciate you. Also, the first, uh, I, I think I've got a couple hats left. So the first one or two subscribers to our show, if you let us know that you are a um, Might Be Bruce fan, we're also going to send you an extra hat included with your first shipment from us. Yep. When you sign up for Patreon with us, whatever tier you're on, it's going to ask you for your address. Don't get weirded out. It's literally just so we can send you free stuff. That's it. Absolutely. It's, and it's, also for the second and third tier, the higher tiers, yeah. you'll get put into a month a, a monthly drawing for an extra prize. Correct. So it could be anything. It could be a nice glass. It could be a hat. It could be um, a set of glasses. It could be a set of glasses. It could be anything. It could be a $100 right now, gift card. Get on it early because there's not- It could be gold bullion. It could be. It could be gold bullion. Who was that? Yeah, we got to go around that? and introduce people. I've been rambling too That's long okay. already. Patreon, Patreon. We got time. Patreon, go to Patreon. You're going to get all kinds of free stuff, and you know we appreciate you. You get and, the 90-minute episodes. Yes. And, and you don't just get our show. You get the extra half hour from Might Be News, Relatable Radio, Might Be Sports, Novak and France, Foundation Radio, yep. and us. That's six different shows. You get an extra half hour. Uh quick math that's 700 hours of content a week i know exactly extra that's amazing it's crazy and it's you if you enjoy the network if you enjoy any of the shows on the network uh you should at least go check it out i mean patreon.com slash mbn network just check out the different different tiers starts at five dollars max is 15 uh tons of free stuff tons of free content we're doing uh behind the scenes stuff we're doing um uh exclusive patreon episodes like we're gonna sit around and talk about game of thrones a few of us and here soon you know yep uh we're gonna just throw that out there we're doing a fantasy football show uh eventually we're doing all kinds of stuff so yeah we're talking about doing some some side beer shares yep and recording that so um a lot of really neat stuff that's gonna be exclusively for you for supporting us but let's go around and introduce everybody we got to get this show on the road because i feel like i'm still gonna end up running over 90 minute episodes but across from oh. me as always steve how you doing steve you have no chance because the music's gonna play yeah, and the thing's gonna there. stop he's gonna play me out i will cut regardless i will do it but Mid but hello. don't make me do it john don't make me do it. I, I will we'll do see. it. I'm really curious to see what happens. I will do it. But hello to all the people out there. Good to good to be talking at you. And the man behind the board is always my brother Taylor. What's going on? I'm John. 
um, I've been talking for a while already, but I don't think I introduced <laughs> myself yet. And then we have very special guests with us. If you're a fan of the network, I'm sure you're familiar with Might Be Sports and the the co-hosts from Might Be Sports. We've got CJ. How's it going? CJ is also the, um, what, what do you call him? The spiritual guru, the technical director, Yep. Uh, all kinds of other things. And we also have Mr. Kevin Reavy. Let's get ready to drink responsibly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kevin Reavy is also a um, a book author. Yes. And that just released recently, right? So why don't we plug that real quick right. for you to our fans? All right. Two, uh, two books you got to check out. Uh, this Day in Philadelphia Sports just came out. Check that out on Amazon. Uh, if you want a signed copy of my new book, the national book, um, not that the other one is not important. I wrote that with Brian Startari. He's a great guy. But uh, if you're into baseball and you're not you know, from the area, not interested in Philadelphia sports, check out Incredible Baseball Stats. Go to uh, theaceofspader.com uh, and you can get a uh, signed copy of that book, limited to 1,000. So check that out. Cool book. People like it. It's really good, actually. I, I really, really like it. I really, really. I'm like, Thank you. I'm halfway through it. I've just, I don't, I have one favorite team pretty much, but I'm still reading about all the teams and it's really, really interesting stuff. It's one of those things like, you know, people tell me all the time, like uh, with either book, you know, I'm, I'm halfway through it. Like, that's cool, but it's not really intended to be read that way. Right. Especially the this day in Philadelphia sports book, which is like, it gives you a few uh, things for each day of the calendar, like what happened this day in Philadelphia sports. It's kind of weird to read that cover to cover. Yeah, you can't you put it down yeah, yeah. on your coffee table in the bathroom, whatever. Uh, yeah. At at work, you know, it's a great thing to have in the office. Those kind of things. So, uh, yeah, I mean, whenever you get you get a chance, you pick it up. It's a conversation thing. It's cool to have around. Yep, absolutely, very cool. And I also really dig your shirt. That thing is loud. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's, William it's awesome. Murray. Okay. Um, <laughs> so kind of a big deal. So are we in a safe space? We this are. is a safe space, right? Yeah. Right. I've got a confession to make. Okay. Uh-oh. I would listen to Might Be Sports, and I would hear Reevy talk about the William Murray golf collection. Yep. I'd be like, I don't know why this guy's plugging all this William Murray golf collection shit. I don't know what's going on here. When we were recording sports a couple weeks ago, when I was behind the board, mm-hmm. it just dawned on me that it was Bill Murray. Oh, really? I had no, <laughs> yeah, I had yeah, never yeah. made that connection. The comedian actor. <laughs> Here's what's crazy. Because I saw the logo and I was like, that's fuck, it's Bill right. Murray. <laughs> so everyone, William, God. Yep. I don't know if we've ever talked about, this is all CJ's fault. This is the reason why, and it's no joke, I'm their number one, uh, what do you call it? Uh, buyer. Customer. Like, yeah, number one customer. I have like 20 shirts, uh, 20 pairs of pants, 10 hats, jackets all kinds of shit <laughs> spent a lot of money like yeah, thousands of dollars and i like their stuff and i've looked at the website because i've seen advertisements for them and stuff online right. and it's expensive stuff and i was never like a bill murray fan per se i was a fan of his but not like everybody thinks i'm this huge bill murray fan my parents think like well you're a big bill murray fan no this all started one day me and cj are sitting at the bar and i'm like you know what i i need like good golf shit like in, like some nice golf shirts and he came up with he found the bill murray site that day i bought like three things and i just got obsessed that's hilarious kept buying stuff it's a nice backstory actually it was like a year and a half ago do you remember that oh i definitely remember this <laughs> <laughs> because it showed up on all the weird stuff i followed just dealing with who i deal with and what i do i have there is a celebrity news article thing, and it was big news. Uh, Bill Murray announced William Murray clothing line nice. for golfers. And he goes, I need new golf stuff. So I showed him the link. And well, it was awesome stuff. And I, it just it speaks to me. So whenever they come out, like I, I've never been a clothes guy or any of that stuff, but I just I'm into it. Taylor's created a new sign. We've gone too long without beer. Yeah. And I've been getting that's thirsty. True. We need beer. So we have a new beer sign. Well, there's a beer sign now. So guess what I'm going to do? Get it going. I'm going to crack one. I figured you were Let's cracking it. Beer? <laughs> crack it. Wow. No, no, that's I'm awesome. I'm going to crack a beer. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Here we go. <laughs> yes. That sounds so amazing. It's a, it that sounds much my, better over the mic. Did they have that as like a ringtone? I'm Just sure over they Over and over again? I'm sure they do. Yeah. My, That'd be cool my for like bosses a, a would text. love that. Right. <laughs> What what uh, beer did you crack here, Don? Toppling Goliath, 
fire skulls and money i think is the order of it yeah you, you've said it like eight different ways yeah I, every time that we ask money what fire skulls skulls yeah. money fire fire money Wait, is this like that song where it's like dun, 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 money i don't know is that is anybody with me right no. now <laughs> what song are you talking right about now. it's like some, something sure. something money Come so on. our buddy brett that uh shout out brett he was on the show last week and uh, did a fantastic job. What's up, Brad? He uh, he actually told me when I was talking to him through chat the other week that he likes this beer better than King Su. So when we were talking Toppling Goliath, he goes, if they have this, get it, because I like it a lot more. So let's see how it is. Cheers, Smells everybody. Good. Cheers. Let's cheers, put them up. Guys, thanks for being here. Yeah. Nice little crossover episode. Gotta love a little crossover event. This is super hazy. Definitely hazy. Reeby's got the lingo. He sure does. This is not his first beer experience with us. At least or we were on your show, I think. Right. Correct. Yeah, not the other way around. Yet. Right. But right. this this kind of parlays right into what I wanted to talk about. Because <laughs> I was at a bar earlier t- tonight where the bar was de- the beer was described as hazy and it had chunks. It had what would be described as uh, floaties. Mm-hmm. Yep. What uh, do, do, you, do you feel comfortable <laughs> naming the beer? Yes, it was. Um, shoot, I think it was called In and Out by Two SP. Okay, yep. and it was from a can. I'm assuming it was from a can, and I couldn't find anything online directly correlating. There was some other beers by Two SP where I was on Beer Advocate where they said like it would have like quote unquote floaties, not directed towards this beer. And what, what would floaties be like? What is that? It's it's so, sediment. It's sediment. It's yeast I'm gonna particles. Pass yeast. Okay, that's so uh, this was the bottom of the uh, glass, yep. like a solid amount. So like that's a lot, but so what's the deal? Like, is that like wow. is it's, that safe to consume? It is. It's somewhat common. Um, a lot of these beers, especially the hazy ones, there's a, a double dry hop process. There's a lot of extra stuff getting put in later in the process that doesn't necessarily get filtered out. So um, usually that'll settle to the f- like the bottom of the fermenters and things and doesn't come out you know there's a lot that does get strained out but some stuff does make it in the cans and through the process so you you can get build up on the bottom of a can like if we shook this up good enough you know you might have been able to get a little bit of a a snow we call it a snow globe sometimes okay because when you pour it it'll just have these chunks floating but yeah that's what's nice about a glass like a snifter where at the bottom of it there's a nice little space where any type of sediment that's in there can kind of settle and sit in that spot while you're drinking and, and it kind of stays out of the glass. You just give it a minute to to settle and, and, and drink it slowly. Huh. It will not hurt you though. It's no perfect perfectly safe. Well this beer this beer, if I remember what was the other one called? This King Sue. Yeah, this is you weren't a fan that. of it. You this, thought it was rugged. It's better than that. I think it's I don't know. It's been I, a minute. I like King Sue better. I think I do too. Without too much of a pause, yeah. I don't. I don't get the, uh, the 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 severe bite at the end that the King Sue had with this, and that's why that's why I'm giving this uh, four two five. Four two five. That's pretty high. I'm gonna go three seven five. I think it's a decent beer. I think there's a lot of good flavors going on. I like the there's some juiciness, but still a little bit of hot bite. Um, the big deal for me, I think, is that it, there, there's something happening where it's a little unbalanced. You're getting kind of hit hard and then it drops off and then, you know, there's some kind of aftertaste finish that's a little juicy. But, um, you know, it just it's not as well rounded as the other beers, but it's still good. I'll give it a three, seven, five. King Sue is trash. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> Taylor is trash. Uh, I'm going for uh, straight for it's good. Uh, I do detect that unbalanced thing you're talking about. I'm trying to quite put my finger on it cj what do you got for this bad boy i was gonna say 3.75 because you get that strong orange taste yep. but nothing yeah then it kind of falls off yeah yeah i hear you that's that's kind of what i was saying all right so i'm not a sophisticated beer drinker that's okay neither so am i out of, out you're of a sophisticated five. person so i think you'll be yeah, right. out of five i actually love Point this two beer. five increments i'm gonna go uh 4.5 because I, i'm a little embarrassed to go five but it was five enjoyable but wait what's the name of this beer skulls money and fire balls all right so fire, skulls, <laughs> fire money. skulls and money fire skulls and money all right so i looked up the song it's by warren zevon called lawyers guns and money you know this song <laughs> am i the only one who knows this song <laughs> lawyers guns and money 
You you know this song. I maybe if I heard it, maybe. Yeah, maybe you you're not doing it, it much justice at the moment. People are listening to this right now, and they're <laughs> they're saying they're screaming yes to their Bluetooth stereo. There's a lot right of uh, Warren Zevon crossover to the <laughs> right. Might Be Brews audience. But I seriously wonder if that's like it immediately made me think of that fire skulls and money lawyer. I mean, eh, lawyer lawyers, guns and money. It's along those lines. I it's think, in the same ballpark. I think that's it. I would you. I would buy that beer probably just for the name. Like if I never tasted it yeah. before. And it's a badass well, when can. I, when I messaged the group when I was like this is what I'm bringing, you're like, "Oh, it sounds amazing." Like just I from mean, the name of it. It's called Fire Skulls and Money and they have fire skulls and money on the can. They yeah. deliver their promises. Sure so Straightforward. CJ and I were cruising around the uh the beer store in Malvern today. Beer store yeah. Malvern. Be- beer store Malvern. Shout out to uh, everybody there because uh, they listen to the show. That's exciting. Yeah. I was really surprised. I used to stop in there all the time because I had a job in Phoenixville. Mm-hmm. So when I would go from Phoenixville back down to Downingtown, I would kind of make that little jog down into Malvern and hit that up and maybe have a, a beer or two on draft because it's a really nice place. They've it got is. a really nice draft selection. Um, I think they have like specials on a day or two a week where they, they do cheaper pours. Um but yeah, it's 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 really nice in there. It was Good neat people. just being able to uh, drink a beer and walk around and shop for beer. Taylor was a little yep. overwhelmed. I was a little overwhelmed. Variety. That's, that's yeah. where I was going with it's it is because like I was just looking at cool labels and like reading the names <laughs> and like <laughs> right. kind of judging the beer based off that. But like uh, shout out to Jackie over there. Uh, she she hooked us up with some really cool glasses. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm really excited. I always love hearing about new fans and, and finding people that listen that yeah. uh, you know, you don't really realize. So, I'm going to make an extra effort for sure to stop in there and have a couple beers. You should check it out. Absolutely. But thank you guys so much for the support and I uh, hope everybody does get a chance to go out there and have a a pint or two at Malvern Beer Store because uh right over there by the DMV, go get your uh, yeah. license did yeah. and uh, you know, get your, you know, go get a beer. I've always thought about actually like having a couple beers and then going in to like retake my CDL <laughs> test or something and see if I do any better, but I have, I've never gotten the balls to do it. <laughs> so now you have to be careful buying beer just because of the labels. So I, one of the worst beers I've ever purchased was a, a label purchase, which was the Quinceratops. Yep. From uh, who made the Quinceratops? That was uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn yep. Brewery. And it was... Not a beer that we enjoyed. I wish I had recall like this about anything else in life, but I can like remember a beer that I had forever ago and the brewery, what it does, what, where, like what brewery it was, where the brewery's from, what town they're in. It's, it's kind of stupid how much I retain that information and not anything else cool Yeah, that I actually need. Uh, it's only been a week, but uh, I've done like a couple exciting things. Have you guys done anything exciting in the past week since the last episode? Uh, CJ and I were hanging out a little bit at the uh, the station tap room uh, bottle room anniversary party. We made oh, our nice. promised appearance. We did nice. Made an appearance. My dog made an appearance, which uh, several people were happy about. I yeah, bet the dog had more fans than we did. But absolutely, that's cool, man. Got to see uh, Phil Murphy. Shout out, Phil. Love Phil good Murphy. Time. My I boy Anthony's. Uh, it was a good time. It was uh, it was outside. They ran out of brisket before we got there. That was a little disappointing, Ooh, but is... they had a nice crowd and it was a it was a cool event for those guys. I love those people. Obviously, they were they were on the show before, but, you know, we've known them for a long time. And I'm just so uh, I've always said I've been so thrilled with his success, like so proud of him that he can just like get that thing going and it's done so well. And then it's turned into another um, you know business next door and they're just doing fantastic. So that's great. How about you? What do you have uh, going on? Well, shit, man, I called into the last episode from Reno and didn't actually do any brewery visits. Um, so, I, you know, I brought a couple beers so we could do the cross-country beer share, but um, I ended up going out the next day and hitting a couple breweries. So I went out to a place called The Depot, which was actually a brewery and distillery. So I, I don't know. that it, it looks really cool, but I'm kind of worried, like, how good can the beer be? And I was looking through the beer list, and I ordered a barrel aged sour okay and it was actually fantastic i loved it and i had a little bit of food there but i just left it at one and i walked uh just another block or two down to a brewery called lead dog lead dog lead Lead dog l-e-a-d um i was very surprised i walked into this place i'm on the west coast pretty much you know western united states and they had milkshake ipas new england ipas and um a bunch of other stuff too, but I was surprised because like 
that style has, you know, obviously surpassed just the Northeast into the New England area and moved out there. Oh, it's everywhere. But, you know, I think it's an experience thing, too. It was a really cool place. They had a dog, like a husky walking around in there. They had um, the bartender was fantastic and like super um, talkative and willing to, you know, say a lot of things. You know what else was weird? There was a furry convention in town at the same time. Yes. So yes. they you're burying the lead here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is interesting? That's the most interesting. I don't yeah. think we ever heard why John was in Reno <laughs> until you know, now. Yeah. Uh, you know what was funny, Taylor, is like... So, the, I, le- the, the dog walking around the brewery was not actually a really dog. <laughs> I might have been... dude yeah, in a costume. It could have been. But they were actually coming in off of... Uh, like a, They were doing like a brewery tour where there was like a bike or something or like a, like a little mini bus thing that would take them around. You ever seen those things where you pedal? Oh, yeah. were they in costume doing the fucking? Bike? No, but they all had like oh, furry that's shirts. That's what I was. On. That's yeah, where no. I was. That was my the next. The closest step there. they got was like there was a hoodie that had like you know like a furry type hood on it, but they weren't actually in their full costume. But they all had shirts and and things on them that let you know. I knew the the convention was in town, but um, but I actually got to like see that um, they, dis- they were, but I didn't see any full costumes very disappointed there was no pictures of you with the furry community yeah no um i can look on facebook a few years back there was a furry convention in atlanta when i was there and it was insanity they keep following me (laughs) they keep following you Uh, or uh yeah no i think it's the other uh way around here yeah it was funny so taylor knows i got stuck in dallas for like i don't know I, i was i was trying to fly home there was all these crazy tornadoes and i got stuck thank goodness for um free miller lights in the admiral's lounge because, you know, that's the pretty much what got me through the whole time. Actually, according to Google, there was a furry convention there. So Where, what in if- Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was I was thinking about I, I ended up getting delayed and I had to stay overnight and it just kept getting more and more delayed. And I thought about messaging you guys and be like, sorry, I fell in love with a furry and uh, this was all bullshit. And I'm actually still out here in Reno and I fell in love. <laughs> just to see what you guys would say find out you're into some weird shit like that dude oh yeah. i loved it yeah right but anyway man um lead dog was fantastic all the beers were good i had an awesome time um also what i thought was neat is i got a message from the guy that won their t-shirt from pa brew review yeah his name's jesse fast he lives out in arizona but he's from here he moved out to arizona what's up dude he actually runs a, a beer blog so he's got a facebook page called beer flights and what I thought was really cool was he just tagged us because he took a flight out to Reno and hit up the breweries that, that we talked about on the show or that I posted, I guess, on, on social media because we didn't talk about it on the last show. But um, he actually went out there and he was like, uh, might be he tagged us it was like might be brews recommended this. So he kind of you know showed us some love and and tagged us in front of his um, his people. So I'm going to have to return the favor and call him out. But I thought that was really neat that. Um, so shout out, Jesse. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all so the support. So was the convention over when he was there, or do you have a like-minded person? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's he was his furry friend. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, are you his furry friend? It's okay. Dude, are you guys furry friends? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I might be a furry underneath. Wow. I, I, I'm picturing my wife asking me about what a furry is, because that's going to happen. Yeah, that'll be fun. Just, just Google it. Yeah. Some of the weirdest shit. Ever. You know what's funny is all the Uber rides that I took, you know, back and forth around around Had furry Reno, drivers. You know, but they were all talking about them. They were just <laughs> like, they're such weirdos or they're freaks or <laughs> I, I hear that they're getting kicked out of their hotels because they're just humping each other in their costumes, like out in the open. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe that, but I don't know. I hear that they're actually cool people. I'm sure they are. If you and another furry have had relations with the same woman, does that make you polar bear brothers? <laughs> Did I invent a thing? It's, yeah, that, that's interesting. Instead of Eskimo, that's it's the that's uh, a thing. That's yeah. now polar bear brothers. We just made a thing. That's the furry equivalent to the Eskimo bros. There we go. What uh, you got another beer? You got yeah, another I beer? do. Real quick, I just want to say that I also um, have been in Hershey the last few days working. Oh, which was really cool um, because right in town is Trogues. But I want to give a shout out to my that's where, uh, that's where Trogues is. Yep. And speaking of Trogues, I didn't even realize this. This is you are. I'm telling you, Steve, you are the king of transitions and segues. He's un uncorking a Trogues beer. That's yeah, how as you we're know talking it's about good. Trogues. 
But listen, dude, I'm telling you on every show that you were on and even on this show, you'll just there, you know, like what else is on the spreadsheet that we're going to be talking about without even looking at it. And you can just. I get right very it. excited when a beer has to be untwisted and then uncorked. That's just I don't care what is what the theme of the beer is. I don't care if it's like, you know, peppermint and Jim uh, Sweat. I will drink that beer if you have to untwist <laughs> it and uncork. It's just exciting. But yeah, I just want to say real quick, I, I was hanging out with uh, my buddy Jeremy, who we usually end up getting beers with every time we're out there. Same with Bob from Taurus. Taurus Bob, I call him. Um, they're just guys that are in the industry, so we usually end up hanging out for beers. And I found out, I knew Jeremy and his wife listened. Um, Bob told me he's been listening also, so shout out you guys for checking everything out. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, well, Trogues was awesome, and, and my favorites there was uh, Field Study. is a new IPA they just released. Um, it's a seasonal IPA, but it's fantastic. I absolutely loved it. And um, and then I tried a bunch of other beers, too, and Lollihop, which I saw was getting some buzz. I hadn't actually had, but they sold out of cans. So that all that's left, I hear, is on tap. But uh, Lollihop was fantastic as well. I really like going to Trogues. Like, I think it's a cool spot. Yeah. The parking always bugs me. I've never had a problem. I, 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 we do go at prime times. We usually are up there at Christmas time. We take the kids to Hershey. Yeah, right. But that's the only complaint I have. I love the way they have the uh, the food bar set up, yep. the, the kind of snack bar situation. Yeah. Always have some good stuff on draft. So what we opened up was the Nebulous Pennsylvania Wild Ale aged in oak barrels. I would assume we have some sort of sour. <laughs> Taylor already sipped it. Sip. I just looked over and he's looking at me with this face. His mouth is all puckered up. Stink face. Stink it's face. so good. Stink face. I'll drink yours. It's so good. Sours are usually very divisive like that. It's an either a really like or a really don't like. It's a dull sour, though. It's, it's not dull. Sour. It's not that strong. I, I haven't mean, gotten it's, into it yet. John's what's the John's age contemplating. This? I don't know. I, I do know that I won this beer from the last beer fantasy football league that I ran this past winter. That's a shame. You can find a date on that. That's a shame. It was one of the beers I won. I actually was second place. I didn't win the league. Ah, see, that's why it's that's (laughs) why you didn't get good beer because you came in second. I think it's what that twelve point seven percent. Oh no, no, you you got it. Yeah, bottle twenty seventeen. I didn't see it either until he pointed it out. But that's not that's not too old. Tastes like uh, tastes like ginger ale green tea that is flat. I'm impressed with your palate, actually. That was kind of a, a neat description. Is that where you're at with it? No. Look, I really like sour beers. I really like barrel-aged sours. Yeah. I absolutely love them. This one's not blowing my mind. I don't think this really fits all that well. It came off with like a strange tartness right up the front. And um, and, and I think there's this, multi, this maltiness in there that kind of doesn't fit. And then the barrel, too, is like a little too sweet to match. I don't know. There's there's something that's just not flowing right for me, and, and I'm not a fan of it, actually. There's a, a vinegary acidity that's not sitting well with me. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But Revy likes it. Yeah, I don't know how to describe beers, but this beer had, um, it had a taste of Saturday morning cartoons with just a hint <laughs> of Sega Genesis. And um, NBA Jam. You know, just... Um, Notes, uh, subtle notes of plywood, just subtle. They're there. You're not, you don't, <laughs> what? you have to have a really advanced palate to be able to tell it's there. But um, this is why I'm here to give you that extra little bit. Hey, so does, how does plywood relate to fresh cut grass? Because I see that on beer descriptions that always annoys me. Yeah. It tastes like fresh cut. Gra- so you going out there and eating grass trimmings? It's gross. I mean, that's what we do as beer people. Just kidding. <laughs> Shit, I missed that lesson. <laughs> I give, this, I just, I give oh, this a two. I give it a two. Yeah. I'm probably in the same ballpark. It's like a two for me. I'd go like a three. I'm I'm four or five. Once again, I love this beer. Wow. I'm a three. Can I just say that I think um, you just brought back a memory for me. I loved Sega Genesis. I'm, I wasn't a big gamer, but I, I had Sega Genesis. I had an N64. And I had like the original Xbox, right? It was kind of like my gaming systems growing up. But with 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 uh, with NBA Jam on Sega Genesis, 
Michael Jordan was not on NBA Jam that I had. So right. every time you pick the bull, Bulls, it was Scottie Pippen and um, Luke Kukoc. Yeah, 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 I think you're right. Yeah. Holy shit. Nice Tony, recall. Tony, Tony Kukoc. Yeah. I, 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 Luke, Luke Longley, Luke I, Long, I combined Longley. with. Yeah, Tony, it was Tony Kukoc. Could they not get a Jordan license back then? No. Is that what that was? I think it was also uh, this Sixers. It might have been post Barkley, but they had uh, Clarence Weatherspoon and Dana Barrows, I believe. There you go. Yep. But I usually went with guys. the Magic because I think the Magic did have Shaq. They did not have Shaq. That's the thing. Are you sure? They had Penny. They, they had Penny. I remember Penny, Penny was on the team. They had um, some Horace. Was, was Horace Grant? Was Horace Grant? Horace yeah, Grant. Yeah, 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 there you right, go. Right, right. I thought, I thought Shaq Horace was Grant on was on the. Maybe oh, he, was the Bulls. Would I he was. Which would never happen now. I guess they had an individual player thing where you could negotiate individually for this deal, or you could opt out of like the players' agreement, but. I'm sure that doesn't exist now. I think I used to always play with um with the Jazz too because it was Malone and Stockton. Yeah, and Stockton, the little guy, would hit threes every time, almost every time. His three game was strong. He's heating up. Yes, <laughs> that was right Can't around. Buy a bucket. That was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Can't buy a bucket. That was oh, right around the memories. time the Charlotte Hornets came out. Yeah, and there that starter half zip was so popular oh, that everybody would play oh with Charlotte. Gosh. Kendall Gill. And who was the other Charlotte? Wow, guy? I don't remember that one. It was Bugs, definitely Bugsy Kendall Bogues. The starter jacket was like been. the MySpace of sports gear. Right? Like what happened? They had a stranglehold on the market, and, and then, it just all fell apart. Shit, Taylor, did, did we? Zubaz took over. Either you or I had a had a Bulls one. I didn't did have a Bulls one. I had a. Uh, I had a uh, black and red Bulls one. I, think. I had a New York Rangers one. Yeah, because Wayne Gretzky played there at the time. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to admit this. I was just going to let it go. I had an Oakland Raiders starter jacket and hat. And do you want to know why? I got it for Christmas. Really? I was such as a, as a kid. I wasn't the lone wolf I am now. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't march to the beat of my own drummer as I do now with my, you know, William Murray stuff. Yeah, I lead the, the charge on that kind of thing. Back then, I was a follower to every goddamn de- degree. The dude in my class was a huge Oakland Raiders fan. And I was like, you know what? He's not the most popular kid in school. He's not the least popular kid. He's right there in the middle. That's all I want to be. And so I want to be right there in the, in the middle. So he wears a lot of Oakland Raiders stuff. I'll do the same. <laughs> Actually, I guess it was the, the LA Raiders at that time. I don't freaking know. So I asked my parents, and they're confused as hell, as they should have been. I should ask my parents about this now. Why did you do this? Why did, why you, did you allow this? this to happen? They were just like, ah, w- why not? We might as well. This kid's <laughs> out of his goddamn mind anyway. Just give him whatever the hell he wants. Actually, Kevin wanted to join NWA, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds me. Of? I wish it was a cool story like that. It was. I wanted to be like a kid who was kind of cool. Not even the coolest kid in school. That would have been okay. Just kind of cool. Just kind of cool. That's all I wanted to be. Low expectations. I remember being in school, and my mom was taking me to get new shoes, and everybody started wearing work boots to school, and I thought it was like that's the new style, and we went and bought work boots. And then it took me like three weeks to figure out that everybody was wearing Timberlands. Yeah. And I had no idea. And I was just wearing like Walmart, <laughs> Walmart boots, steel toe. Yeah. I couldn't even pick I was up your like, feet. Oh, that, you know, and then people started asking me, like, yo, you got Tim's are those Tim's. And I'm like, what? I don't know what it is, I guess. And then I think that kind of like did a number on me because then like I had a fresh pair of Tim's like every year after that. Right. Right. That was like nonstop for the rest of school. But anyway, let's uh, let's take a little break, guys. We got a lot of stuff to get into. CJ, I want to uh, talk a little bit about the other show you're on, Novak and Franz. We've got a bunch of beer stories coming up, uh, so we'll be right back. Loud, brash, controversial, and now completely uncensored. Foundation Radio is joining the Might Be News Network. Foundation Radio, exclusively on the Might Be News Network podcast. Just search Might Be News Network to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found. New episodes every other Thursday. That's awesome. Welcome back to Mike Beavers. <laughs> oh, man. I'm making fun of people. We're cracking beers. We're cracking jokes. Uh, it's That's rough. awesome. It's awesome. Thanks for joining us. 
keep checking us out hit us up on the social medias facebook instagram twitter get us some questions any beers you want us to try we'll review them we'll talk about them uh and check out the patreon page and and we'll try to get the beers we'll see how it goes we'll give it a shot shout out to john over in minnesota he sent me a message and said i would love to hear you guys review double bell ringer from victory and uh we tried to make that happen they were sold out of it at wegman's and we really just didn't have the time to swing through victory today to pick it up but um we'll, we'll do it on the next episode it's it's they just released it so we'll, we'll be able to get it yeah we'll be good we'll get we'll, we'll hook it up and uh and see what it's tasting like shout out beer store malvern again um i just pulled up facebook uh, on the break and was flipping through there and they have a ridiculous single cut selection there right now look at all those single cut beers they have That's a lot of single cut so they have a lot of, uh, and we had yeah. single cut on the up uh, on the show. I think I saw that. I don't think we've ever had a single cut on the show. <laughs> I saw those today. Maybe I just posted it on uh, social media that uh, every time I get them, I think I got a weird and gilly mm-hmm. recently, and uh, it's just a fantastic beer. Everything I get from there, I'm like, why don't I get more single cut? It's all delicious. It's all. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's let's crack a beer. <laughs> oh man, we're on a roll here. So we got a, uh, a a little bit more surly. I'm going to open this very gently. There you go. And uh, I'm going to sip on it, and it's going to be fantastic. We're going to have the uh, Todd the Axeman. Uh, is this pale? Is this an IPA? What is this? This is an IPA. Todd the Axeman. That's awesome. 7.2%. <laughs> um, and we're sticking with the skull theme, I guess. The beers I brought, I didn't realize it at the time. Fire skulls and money. And um, Todd the Axeman both have ridiculous skulls on the front. It reminds me of uh, a Viking skull cover. Yeah, it does. I mean, there's some horns in there as well. I see. Um, well, look, there's actually an axe and there's actually a guitar stock. Mm-hmm. So um, I wonder what this is in reference to. I feel like all the beers you've bought would be a tattoo challenge on Ink Master. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what it looks like. That's hilarious. I'm very self-conscious of the way I speak now, guys. Thank you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> If there's anything we could do, it would be make you uh, make you question as you think, and yeah, nothing like thinking and trying to talk at the same time. At least you're sitting across from me this time. I could have sat over there, and you'd have been totally. I was going to bring it up, and I was like, if I say something, he'll do it. So I'm just going to sit here. (laughs) I could really mess up and like sit over (laughs) there directly to your left. I don't want to think about it. I'm already going off the lines here. All right, everybody. Yeah, the one secret of the show is I don't like this is like inside baseball. Normally, these guys are sitting next to each other, holding hands the entire show, and it's uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> this time, they're sitting across from one another. So it's if you feel a disconnect, it's that's, that's what it is. What it's it is. there. I did not wear my uh, fanatic costume, so he's he's feeling a little off. <laughs> I'm not furried up. The furry callback. I love it. Oh, man. Speaking of callback, this is like an old school IPA with some uh, some bitterness. It's not a New England style juicy haze bomb. That's the wrong can I just picked up. Can you hand me that? I just want to check the bottom. It's close. Got skulls. Yeah. Uh, much more fresh. This has got a end of March. Is March this made 26th. by the same people as no, the- this is Surly. So the guy I just brought up actually, uh John. Uh-huh. I think it's John Harahan's his name. Uh-huh. He's from Downingtown, Downingtown dude. He oh, yeah. brews at this place. What up, John? Um, he John actually Harahan. brews at Surly in Minnesota, do you? Yeah. I thought you did. We've been I know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get this from him. I got this from Brett. Shout out Brett again. What up, Brett? Brett's hooking it up. But uh what I don't- up, Brett shout outs. Yeah. That's enough Brett. You used them up. Hi, Brett. <laughs> Yo, what up, Brett? All right, shout What's out, happening, Brett? Brett? Look at the big brain on Brett. <laughs> Look at the big brain on Brett. But uh, yeah, I like this beer. You're right. Um, this is not hazy. I mean, it's a little hazy, but it's not a juice bomb. Right. This is just a really nice, well-balanced, awesome IPA. I think this was like, I remember at the start of like crap, me getting into craft beer or getting mm-hmm. really into it that like this and sip of sunshine and um, you know, a handful of others were like those IPAs that uh, you couldn't get a hold of, but they had the reputation because they were so good. And it was before that, that milkshake lactose style came out. And now you can swing into Wegmans and pick up your sip of sunshine. I would say regularly, but uh, pretty, pretty regularly. regularly. I shouldn't even say this, but uh, this is, Kind of a trademark for might be sports where I go on a tangent that means nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Real quick, <laughs> let's though, go for real it. quick. The big brain on Brett thing. Um, <laughs> all right. So, you know, Pulp Fiction. I've always wondered this. The guy from Mad TV who gets his brains blown out in the back of the 
the uh, car where mm-hmm. he's like his like only line in the whole movie is man I don't even have an opinion <laughs> and I always <laughs> thought he said it weird and I know for a fact for months and months he's staring at himself in a mirror and saying man I don't even have an opinion man I don't even have an opinion man I don't even have an opinion because the way like the one he decided on was so weird man I don't even have an opinion it was so weird but I know he agonized over that and one of my favorite scenes of like anything is, right. is that whole part of the movie. It was that only I, line, and I remember it so clearly. Man, I don't even have an opinion. I'm like, eh, maybe not the best choice. It sounds weird. I'm talking about uh, massaging feet on the way up there. He's like, yeah, I'm the right. foot fucking mess. Yeah. I don't even tickle or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I remember right. the whole scene, but I don't remember him opening his mouth. I remember him just standing up against the wall like, oh, yeah. shook. He didn't but say that until anything. he was in the car. Okay. Until he was in the car. And that's what right. he delivered and that's when he, one and that's line. That's when he killed him. And, that's yeah. like, that's oh, like, and then when he turned around, he was agonizing Marvin, over Marvin, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. What Marvin. his name? Marvin, yeah. You know he was agonizing over it. I would yeah. just say yeah. it right. I don't, <laughs> I don't think he did, but it worked. You remember that line. But I think, uh, I, I don't know. It's just weird when you have one line like that in a big movie, and I think he kind of blew it. <laughs> but nobody knows. Nobody cares. Did they know that movie was going to be big, do you think? When you consider who was in it, yeah. But they didn't know it was going to be what it was. But it was Travolta wasn't back to being. That was what brought Travolta back a little bit. Samuel Jackson was in it. I mean, yeah. So Samuel L. Jackson was actually after, I think, Die Hard 3. So um, he wasn't a big name yet. Um, But it still had Bruce Willis. It had John Travolta. I think those two. Yeah, a bunch of. I mean, everybody else was kind of up and comers. But I think they had an idea it was going to be big. Or they thought it was going to be like, this is going to be. You know, a bunch of names that aren't there yet, but this is going to be what gets them there. Mm. That's a good movie. I love it. Did you and see the trailer is... for the new Quentin Tarantino movie? I did. Once Upon uh, a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. It looks good. It looks wait. so good. Yeah, it looks really good. This is what I do to podcasts, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I always it's enjoy the review effect. Hey, look, the I, effect. I enjoyed the uh, the interview with. Um, now, now I'm blanking on the name. Preston. S. No, Preston. S. Preston. No. Um, Roller Jeff Derby. Varnum. Oh, yeah. That was I follow him on guy? Instagram now. Is we, that the Survivor guy? Yeah, the yeah, Survivor yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. We constantly consider that our best interview. Yeah, I was, was yelling at the at the podcast like, Jeff Varnum, Jeff Varnum, and you were like having trouble recalling him. <laughs> right, right. <Yeah. laughs> I'm, I'm bad with recalling names, and especially when I have drinks. And it's my new thing with the sports podcast. I got to drink less beer. And last week, I didn't have that much. I didn't eat that much. I drank like two beers, and I was already like brain Jacked. dead. So I got to drink less during the uh, sports podcast. But yeah, Jeff Varnum, what a guy. And that interview was amazing. It if was. You can go back and, you know, anybody out there who wants to listen to it, might be sports, search Jeff Varnum. If you want insight onto Survivor reality TV in general, if you have any interest in how TV works, look what you've done, John. I know, but honestly, it was it. it was a fascinating interview. Like, <laughs> I don't watch Survivor, but I know what it is, and it's really neat to hear like what goes on yeah, no, behind the scenes. It was and, really interesting, and what, how the producers right. sway the show. The and coolest thing it's, it's for us about that interview, and and we talk about it all the time, is that we were only really supposed to talk to that guy for like ten minutes, right? And like we just kept going, like we we were having so much fun talking we, to him. It was great, and he. He had like a, a controversy, which again, we won't get into. Right. But there was a controversy. We <laughs> yeah, said, like, right. you know what? We don't want to get into it. We told him that beforehand. Like, that's been done. Right. We discussed it. And we got the distinct impression he wanted to talk about <laughs> yeah, it again. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. we, we were the kind of the ones like, we all right, well, have, have a good yeah, night, man. Yeah, yeah bye. Thanks. <laughs> but I mean, that, that means like we're not like professional enough to like, like roll with it. We just, in our minds, we're like, we're not going there. Right. And then when he actually kind of wanted to go there we weren't savvy enough to just like jump right on it like so you did this and it was horrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah that would have been a horrible way to bring it up but i mean and then he would have explained himself and i would have been like that's awesome right (laughs) it it would have made the interview so much better but what it was was just great. awesome yeah, so it was it was great for what it was and i'm cool with that speaking about that's awesome let's talk about the beer that we cracked love it I we love gotta it. give it a little yeah. uh, little rating no i love what he just did he just transitioned into it oh yeah he's fantastic it's great crack it i was gonna try to reel you reel you in a little bit You're like, come on dude we gotta we gotta, we gotta rate the beer <laughs> we gotta rate the beer <laughs> i'm just this kidding. is what i do i told you this is- <laughs> but hey it might be bruise 
We might be. I, I think we're be. doing a good job plugging okay. the other shows on the network. I think it's okay to do that every once in a while. I think we're Let's, just having fun. We're having a good time with our uh, other well, We're still rating buddies. beers. Rating beer. I'm going four. You're going four, four on this one? It's great. It's a really good beer. Um, I kind of wish that I got some more. I like it. I'm, I would go. I'm probably going to go three, seven, five on this one. Just because, like you said, it's that bitterness. And yep. it's not my favorite thing about IPAs. Like, I'm just not, you know, that's. I should say that's one of the things that I don't particularly like about uh, IPAs. Yep. But it's all up front. Like after you just get past that, it's a little bit. It's 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 good. It's good beer. I'm actually trying really hard to go out there. I've got a trip scheduled for a trade show in Surly Place. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen like pictures and videos of the facility. It looks incredible. Really. Uh, plus, we got a buddy there, so I'm gonna try to see if um should. you know can't meet up. That's John. John Harry. Yeah. What up, John? Yeah, I'll go three seven five. It's a solid IPA. I definitely like to try some more uh, surly beers. Yeah. What you guys? I'd say three seven five. It feels like it's missing a little bit, but it's overall good. All right. Fair. I will. Uh, I will go four and a half once again <laughs> because it's a beer and it's fantastic and I love it. And uh, sensing a theme. <laughs> I'm not gonna. It. It's good. It is good. It is good. And I'm not really good at rating beers. I'm good at drinking them. How many more beers are we supposed to get done in the next 15 minutes? Um, well, let's go ahead and crack CJ's. If CJ, if you don't mind taking the mic there as you're pouring it, um, crack that baby open and let's get to know CJ a little bit. All right. CJ, so- we, we introduced as the uh, spiritual guru and the um, uh, technical advisor of the network, but you're also on a show called... Um, Novak and Franz. Yeah. So tell us about Novak and Franz. Who yeah. are they and what do they do? All right. So then personally. Yes. So um, you would know both of them from Jackass fame, Vula Bam fame. Um, Franz is more behind the scenes. Novak's in front of the, the camera. Um, and they also wrote a book together called Dream Seller. Right. And a graphic novel called the Brandon Novak Chronicles. Nice. Very cool. So you guys get into all kinds of things. Um, obviously, they talk about a lot of the being on MTV, the jackass movies, things like that. Um, Novak is a uh, recovering addict. So he talks about recovery as well as, um, you know, all the crazy stories and things that he's done while he was a heroin addict. But I really enjoy that show. Um you know, no, Novak's obviously got the crazy stories, but I'm just super impressed with um, with uh, Joe Franz's uh, mic skills and his presence on the show. He just does a really good job on, on everything. He does. He, and he's entertaining to listen to. But I'm just, you know, doing the show and me fumbling through sentences week by week and listening to a guy like that do a show is, um, you know, he just does a really good job. Yeah, he's great. Well, so here's kind of a teaser for what the next episode's going to have. Um. Taylor's been with me part of the day, so he's dealt with some of these phone calls. Right. So today, Brandon Novak has met his hero, Pete Darty. Who's Pete Darty? He is in the band Libertines and Baby Shambles. He's now on a tour um, with a collection of musicians, and okay. Novak has flown to from Amsterdam to uh, Switzerland to see him. Wow! Perform tonight and got backstage and met him. That's cool. Good for him. I have no idea what any of that is. Very but, uh, interesting music. I've checked it out. It's pretty nice. it's good. Yeah, it's different, but it's good. Well, anyway, I, I guess I just want to reiterate that we've got a lot of really awesome shows with these guys here on yep. them. So um, yep. make sure you're checking out the rest of the network if you're not, because we've got a lot of good content. But uh, let's go ahead and get into these beers. What did you bring for us? Did you already tell us what this beer was? No, okay. he didn't no, tell I us didn't. on air. Um, it's the New Belgian Lips of Face series, um, The Clutch. Right, right off the bat, I haven't taken a sip yet. Strong indications of a four and a half rating from me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just, take a look at this. Just bottle. got the look of a four and a half. So it's a collaboration with New Belgium and the band Clutch. I don't know much about the band Clutch, other than I feel like there's a correlation between between them and like Bam and Jess Margera. Like they they wear their shirts and play oh, their so, music on. So. Uh, well, one clutch is referred to usually as hippie metal. 
Okay. Just for their, their hard sound. But, um, so Jess plays in a band called, uh, the company band with Neil Fallon, the singer from clutch. Okay. So that's the whole fitting in. Gotcha. It says best enjoyed by May 6, 2018. So I guess we're living dangerously on the edge. This must be at least 2017. Well, that's what I was. I was looking in untapped to try and figure out which which year it is. I see a 2013, a 2011, a 2015. I see a 2018, all a 2016, clutches? all clutches. Wow. Very cool. There's one without a year. I think I'll just check into that one. Yeah, there we go. What do we got to do to uh, get a collaboration beer going? Who do you think would be a good candidate? We got to hit up some local breweries and see if we can't get a, a collab beer going. What about La Cabra? I, I, I love them. Gotta get I, I, I want to talk get to out them. there more. I know. Me too. I'd really like to, to talk to them. But let's, let's get a Levante beer. I think we can get a Levante beer. Let's get a Levante beer. We should try to. Especially they're uh, opening up the new Highland uh, Orchards joint yeah. this weekend. I'm actually trying to go. I was talking to Joey K. We might meet, try to meet up there sometime. This if you weekend. were to get a, if you were to do a collab beer, what kind of beer would you want it to be? I was going to ask you guys because I don't know. I want it to be like the fudgiest stout. I would be all right with that. Fudgy wudgy stout. Fudge, like not chocolate. I want fudge. Like I want the thickest mouth. Feel. What are you talking about right now? This this what we're drinking right now is a stout. I want it to have like the most delicious, decadent and fudge? delicate fudge with some whiskey. Delicate. Some whiskey. Want some whiskey barrels? Delicate, delicate. Uh, Tim, fudge. Jim, if you're listening, <laughs> can't even fucking look at you. <laughs> uh, unless the, the, the delicate part is what gets me every time. Delicate. I wanted to be. Here's my. I wanted delicate. to be delicate. You know what I mean? I want the delicate fudge. <laughs> unless we somehow hone in on the Highland Orchards thing and try and get a uh, apple cider milkshake IPA kind of thing going. That would be incredible. I'm not crazy on milkshake IPAs. That's my only thing. But that might be the right vessel to to handle the apple cider donuts. And I saw they 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 made an announcement today that they will be dog friendly. Very exciting. Yeah, That's very yeah. exciting. I'm trying to, I'm definitely trying to check that out. Yeah. Very cool. What do you uh, rate this beer? This beer is good. I'm thinking like three seven five. It's it's good. It's not blowing my mind. Um, maybe because it's older, like a lot of the the sour maybe has has fallen off. I usually like a real tart sour beer, so it's I'm not getting much strongness. You know, a lot of strong flavors that way. But um, I really do like barrel sours. I kind of think that they they do a good job balancing each other out and and playing off of each other. And I appreciate the style. Uh, I went th- I went three five. I didn't. I felt like I should have either gotten more stout or more sour. Is this a stout too? It's a, it says sour stout. Yeah, it okay. does. It, I mean, you know, I'm the uh, layman here, but I mean, I, it does feel like there's not as much stout as I would have expected. I am getting that still a, still a four or five from you though, Kev. Strong four or five, <laughs> very strong four or five. Um, I would go. I would. I would venture to say this is a four for me. I've never had a sour. Uh, stout before i believe this is my first one but i like the mix i never even thought that that existed but i would drink that again i'm saying four two five i've had it on draft before i don't know if the age or the draft is bringing it down a little but there there used to be a little more of a kick to it or last time i had it there was more of a kick what do we got to do to put you into a four or five right now (laughs) what do we got to (laughs) do Sounds like a used car salesman. Right? Go get me a fresh one on draft, and we'll compare it. <laughs> what do we got? Might be there. What do we got to do to get you in the Kia today? We are so close. We're only 0.25 apart. Come on, CJ. It's a four five. <laughs> it's a four five. Drop it to a four. CJ. Age might have a factor here. I, I was talking with someone today who gave us a five <laughs> It is a deal. It is a deal at four five. Let's do this. He is a used car salesman. What are we talking about? 0.25? Let's just call it a 4.5. Just call it a 4.5. Just do it. So um, I was expecting reading this, a wood-aged imperial sour stout, that it would just taste like an infected beer, and it doesn't. Definitely, Um, you're right. You're definitely right about that. It's a a solid beer. It's it's definitely solid. I like it. Yeah. I might pour a little bit extra. 
Go ahead. Good. Get in there. All right. So we got a couple stories to talk about. Um, we got, a couple- about, got about five minutes left for the for the normal crew. Really? Yeah. This is really interesting. This new format. We'll see what we can get get done. Well, normally, normally we wouldn't have. Uh, we we'd be more probably on track a little bit. We're just having, we're just kicking it. Yeah, we're just kicking it. Normally, so, we, we wouldn't talk about Pulp Fiction. So yeah, <laughs> Pulp Fiction and Survivor correct. for that long. But correct. that was my fault. I brought that up. So, <laughs> True. We may have talked about this on ticking. an episode. I can't remember. But there was a uh, a bunch of breweries and veterans in the area got together and brewed a beer for Memorial Day that's brewed all by veterans from different breweries around the uh, around the state. So it's Pennsylvania veteran brewers. Um, I think it's actually releasing today in our time space continuum is Thursday, the 23rd, but it's going to start pouring this weekend for Memorial Day. So keep an eye out for it. It's going to support um, the Pennsylvania Veterans Foundation. Where can you find it? At a lot of different breweries. Okay. Because they all collabed on this together. Uh, I think it's releasing at a bunch of them. Just a handful. There's a lot here. Uh, Second Story, Aston Abbey, Blueprint, um, Collusion Tapworks, Gearhouse, Imprint, McAllister, Root Down uh, is probably one of the closer ones to us. Um, Tattered Flag, 10-7 Brewing. Um, and also, uh, shout out to a fan of the show, First Sip Brew Box. Um, he, that's a veteran-owned company. They do a subscription box um, for like brewery, brewing type stuff. And uh, he's a veteran also, and he was a part of this project, uh, as well as Breweries in PA, who... Um, Shout out to them because I get a lot of content for the show off of them. So I appreciate everything you guys do. But I thought it was really interesting. I'm looking forward to maybe run into it this weekend. I, I think that's a cool thing when breweries collab and and release beers for a cause. Yep, absolutely. I'm looking at the article, though. This is just talking about the release, and I don't see anything about what kind of beer it is or anything like that. But, um, you know, go out and look for it. The next thing, have you ever been to Hollow Earth? I have not been there. I've had a couple beers from them, but I've never been yeah. there. Oxford? Been there? Yeah. Yes. I've had beer. Same thing, Steve. I've mm-hmm. been there. Or I have not been there, but I've had a lot of beers from there. All the beers are fantastic. I just read an article that they're actually closing their location in Oxford, and they don't have another location. Yeah, I heard that, too. So it looks like they're saying that the closure is not the end of business, and what they're trying to do is just take a step back so that they can te- take two steps forward. So they're closing their location in Oxford. They want to be able to brew more beer, do a better job with distribution, and uh, and have a, a I guess a, a much better, larger, friendly location. So um, it's kind of weird to think about that they're kind of doing this, like disappearing for a little bit before they come back. But um, I really like their beers, and I'm excited for them. I hope everything works out. And um, it and sounds like they're copying pasting uh, Boxcar Brewery's uh, letter. What did Boxcar do? I know they, they disappeared. They ever come back? No, they're gone. They're, everything's say. gone. They closed the brew pub and they were going to do distribution. Is that and, what they said? Yeah. And then they just never came back. They And then they just went belly up. I wasn't ever crazy about their beers anyway. But I liked their they, food. It was a cool spot. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. They had, they had okay. a good poutine menu. I like poutine. I order poutine if I see it. They have a poutine menu? Menu. Like they had a whole bunch of different poutines on the oh. on the thing. They had a um, they opened up a little beer garden kind of spot in um, by Brandywine uh, Outfitters, um, kind of like that South Coatesville area. Yeah, um, that was a cool little spot. Uh, they would usually have like a food truck. Their beers were just okay. They never had a beer that was like, I really, oh, I really want to get that one. I really yeah. want to get another one of that one. Right. I don't know. This was on the the sheet from last week. Did you guys talk about the stolen van? We did not talk about the stolen van. I thought this was really funny. There's a brewery called the Unknown Brewing Company, and they've got a van that they use for the brewery, and it was stolen. They couldn't find it. It was actually stolen by somebody, but they put it out online and said, we will give free beer to whoever finds it, whether it was you or not. Return it. no No questions asked, and we'll give you guys a bunch of free beer for it. They got that van back in 42 minutes of posting. Online. 42 minutes 42 that's minutes wild. they're in charlotte north carolina and um they offered a keg party that's what it was to whoever found it so there's the music man that's the music that's very different listen guys everybody that's listening we appreciate you so much i can't tell you enough 
We are about to go uh, on to our new segment. Yeah, if you if you want to continue listening to the show, go to patreon.com slash MBN Network. Sign up for a subscription. We got two or three more stories to go over. We got two more beers to crack. Yeah. But if you're just hanging with us for the regular part, we still appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. This is just a new thing that we're doing. Again, patreon.com slash MBN Network. We gotta come up with a cool name for like the second part of the show. Like I know one of the other podcasts calls uh, calls theirs like a certain name, and I think like we should come up with a really sweet name for. You should for like you know, blackout time. Yeah, (laughs) right, right. Blackout. But thanks for listening. We're gonna get crazy with the next part. It's gonna be insane. Keep listening. John's furry happy time. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Only for the subscribers. I'm going to get into that. Patreon.com slash MBN Network. They've Please been controlling me so far. <laughs> but now, I'm off the rails. <laughs> Let's right. do this. Let's do it. So where are we at right now on the time? Are we actually into the second part? You're at one hour. One hour. Exactly.